0: really high-tech. We're going live on Facebook now. Josh is in here. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on. My high-tech setup. All right, man, let's do this. Let's get into it. We got a good podcast we're live in the Facebook group. Let me know if you're doing the replay. If you're doing the replay, you're probably seeing this. Type replay down below. I want to know if you're not doing the replay. I hope you're jumping on live. I'm going to give it a minute for everybody else to jump on live. If you got any questions, let me know down below. I am on Instagram too. So we'll give everybody a quick moment just to jump in. But we got a good one today. Today is three things that are killing your gains. Three mistakes that I've seen a lot of fellas make this, these three mistakes. Uh, They're all pretty much all across the board. I keep getting these three mistakes. So, um, and I want to clear it up just because I get a lot of fellas that are thinking, nah, man, you know what? I am just going to compensate with something else. I'm just going to compensate. The reality is once you start cleaning up these three mistakes, the gains come. That's it. It's as simple as that. So again, I'm in the Facebook group due to lift. I'm also on Instagram. If you fellas are here, let me know. Give me a big flex. Let me know that this is going on. This is on your mind. You want to make sure you're cleaning up these things. So I don't want to see these three mistakes anymore. It takes a little bit to work on them, but let's get this rolling. So fellas, Let's get into it. Just a, a quick couple success. Uh, got some good ones. Neil in the Dudes Who Lift group, uh, he's in the program as well. In the group call last night, he is on a huge streak, cutting out soda, coming up eight weeks. Eight weeks, man. He's made some huge strides, uh, portion control, all that. But like it's consistency. He's been making one little step after another. And it's no wonder he's seeing a lot of success. Dropped another few pounds he's been dropping pounds every week consistently not a bunch here and there but consistently every single week so man amazing also fernando huge shout out to fernando he's in the swag program he's he uh dropped five inches off his waist you'll be seeing a little bit of fernando soon but oh man he crushed it in the swag program uh man it's going really well so let's get into it uh, we talk about fat burning a lot. Fat burning, yeah, it's really important. It's uh, it, it's just one of those things that most people are talking about. But when it comes to fat burning and muscle gain, I've been hearing that a lot lately. So I want to clear up a couple of things with all you fellas. Uh, it's all about gains today and three things that are killing your gains. Number one, we're going to jump into this one. If you want more gains, it's all about the macronutrients. I get bombarded with macronutrient talk. Uh, And again, if you're in the Facebook group, hit the chat, macronutrients. I know a lot of you fellas are going to be asking about it. So I got it over there. Uh, Got any questions? Let me know. So when it comes down to it, we want to lift. If you want to build muscle, if you want the gains, we need to lift, but- Uh, when you lift, you trigger muscle protein synthesis. Also, when you're getting in your protein, you're triggering muscle protein synthesis, right? So protein, again, you want exactly, you're pretty much looking for 1.2 grams of protein per lean pound of uh, lean mass in your body. So not overall body weight. If you're looking at overall body weight, you're looking about um like anywhere from 1.2 to 1.5 grams uh per pound of body weight but to be more exact you want to be calculating lean body mass because protein is directly related to that not your fat mass uh dietary fat that's also another good one that's something we need about 0.3 grams per pound of body weight so that's health markers all kinds of good stuff but I want to talk about carbs. Carbs is that one that we, the macronutrient that we always leave out. Uh, It's the one that gets dumped. Frankly, we just dump it when we're trying to drop body mass, uh, body fat. Uh, We drop muscle though too, when we start dumping out carbs unnecessarily. So uh, if you guys know Brett in the Dude2Lift group, Brett, if you're here, let me know. Um, Brett, um, we dropped a bunch of body fat. Oh, through the swag program a couple months ago. And we did make some tweaks, especially near the end when he was getting towards the end. Uh, what we did was we started increasing carbs specifically. And Brett's been into keto too. He knows what keto is all about, just dropping carbs every which way he can. Uh, but when we made some tweaks and increased the carbohydrate levels, oh man, performance boom, through the roof, setting um, cardio run records, uh, also actually dropping more body fat. So there's a lot of things that we can do to tweak everything. So carbs have a lot to do with muscle protein synthesis. Um, Getting in your protein is specifically going to help trigger muscle protein synthesis. So if you can do that a number of times per day, perfect. Your training is going to trigger muscle protein synthesis. Protein intake is also going to trigger it. Carbohydrates help. Uh, there is actually a limit to it. The more times, if you get excessively, you're trying to trigger muscle protein synthesis too much by, um, consuming way too much protein, uh, training too many times a day, training too much, your muscle protein synthesis will, uh, be negatively affected. So we'll talk a little bit more about that, but moving on, uh, also, uh, some things as well, I mess, uh, I messaged, or I mentioned Brett. Uh, with keto. And I know a lot of guys have done keto, Uh, low carb, whatever it is. If you fellas, and give me one moment, this thing is dying on me. I'm going to get you Instagram fellas going, but plug you in. If you've done keto, keto is low carb. If you've done low carb or anything like that, what's up, Suraj? Suraj is in. Um, If you've done low carb or keto, that brain fog Come on, everybody's done keto. You all know what it's all about. Think about this. Your brain, it's a muscle. It's a muscle. And if your brain is dealing with brain fog, you can't think properly. What's the rest of the muscle in your body thinking? What's the rest of it doing? That's just connect those two dots. Your brain is a muscle. And if you're getting brain fog because you're low carbohydrates the rest of the muscle in your body will be depleted and it's depleted of um uh depleted of glycogen so if your carbohydrate glycogen stores are too low this this just ain't existing man uh so moving on let's get out of here so the right amount of training specifically um for building muscle or at least retaining the muscle training you have to lift. If you want the muscle to grow, you have to lift. And eventually, ISA is in here. Hello, hello. I don't know. ISA, what's your real name? If you want to build muscle, if you want to retain the muscle, eventually you're gonna to have to lift heavy. You gotta get used to lifting heavy, otherwise, man, that muscle, it just it works with light weight to a certain extent you have to get good you have to work on your movement patterns start light but eventually you're going to have to increase your lifting weight if you're not lifting heavy at any point you're missing out you are i'm telling you man you are definitely missing out and a lot of fellas i know this i've worked with a lot of people that just get into heavy lifting and they love it they love it it's very very it's something that is a little intimidating in the beginning Lifting heavy is, you know, there's that chance of injury that's always on your mind. There's this and this and this, but if you're doing things correctly, you actually move in the proper direction away from injury. If you're lifting properly, if you know what you're doing, then that risk of injury is significantly reduced, and you end up with the muscle. So, there it is. Uh, third thing I want to talk to you about: stress management and recovery. This is one that most people don't want to acknowledge i've talked to a lot of you fellas in the dudes who lift group uh message down below my facebook chat is going bonkers but if you have been on a call with me or messaged me about something and i've talked to you about stress management i've asked you about your stress levels how are they uh man be honest i don't know how many of you fellas have had a plateau, and we've been talking. And I ask you about stress levels, and you start thinking about supplements. What supplements can I take? Uh, uh, what's a better pre-workout? What, what is something else I can do? How much harder should I be training, man? I'm telling you, stress levels and recovery. <laughs> These are so important. Uh, we train hard. A lot of us train hard, and the problem with training hard is it comes with overtraining. If we're overtraining, if we're overdoing it, training six times a week, seven times a week, two a days, I see that a lot in the group. Trying to push it further and further and further, extending the workouts further and further and further, uh, you're gonna are going to or you gonna experience significantly. Um, negative returns on your investment or your training. So uh, one thing I mentioned earlier, muscle protein synthesis, we want to trigger that a number of times throughout the day. And muscle protein synthesis, of course, it's going to build muscle. So we have our muscle protein synthesis. If we trigger it enough, perfect. We also have what's called muscle protein breakdown. So how this relates to your stress levels if you know about cortisol, cortisol is the stress hormone. Uh, it sucks. It's, um, it negatively impacts us. So cortisol can be the enemy. On the other hand, cortisol is actually imperative. We need it to survive. Cortisol is also a great thing. So cortisol, the negative thing about it is um, as your stress levels increase, our cortisol increases. And there's a number of chemical reactions that happen to be able to manage this stress and whatnot. But as cortisol levels rise, our muscle protein breakdown starts to happen more. So that is directly in comparison to cortisol levels. Uh, Cortisol is a stress hormone. So if we're overstressed, if we don't have proper stress management, our cortisol levels rise, our muscle protein breakdown elevates too much, And here we have our muscle protein synthesis. So if we're triggering muscle protein synthesis throughout the day, perfect, that's good. You got in your training, it rises. Um, You eat protein, significant amount, a good amount. It rises again, you eat more protein, good. We have the limit on there, not too much, perfect. So we got our muscle protein synthesis. Muscle protein breakdown, if we're stressed, the breakdown level rises and it rises more. And you can imagine, Synthesis and breakdown, they're too close. They're like, we've created all this muscle protein synthesis. We're good, we're in a position of creating muscle, but the breakdown is breaking our our muscle down at the same time. These two, man, they're, they're too close together. And unfortunately, your gains are minimal. You can imagine if your stress gets too high, muscle protein breakdown gets too high, now, that's a negative return on your investment, especially if today you didn't work out, you're really stressed out with a whole pile of things you got going on, especially if you're lacking sleep because you just stayed up and you watched Netflix. Be honest, how many how many people <laughs> stay up too late at least once or twice a week because you're watching Netflix. So hey man, it's all about your stress levels, managing it. Uh, Josh is wondering how I started out. Hey, I started out, you know, four or five times a week in the gym. I hit it really hard and then I had a little bit of a drop off, but um, consistency, I can tell you, consistency for the small things that gets you uh very far. It's all about consistency. So if you could get the small things right, the little things here and there, perfect. There's no need to train twice a day unless you have crazy recovery stress management protocols. Uh, Training six times a week, seven times a week, you got to be on top of your stuff like you really have to have everything dialed in like you wouldn't believe. Otherwise, you're just going to see a negative return on your investment. Look at a chart, a chart this way. So we got um, our, our progress in this y axis, x axis is time. So over time, we want to have progress, right? The more time that goes by, the more we want to progress, especially within a a particular workout. So as time goes by in the workout, we're triggering muscle protein synthesis. Perfect. Perfect. We keep working out. If we keep working out too hard, that return on our investment starts to decline. So you can imagine a long workout at once you get to a certain point, it starts dropping off. So your workouts can actually be 45 minutes. 60 minutes max and get a huge return on your investment so it's all about consistency if you get in a decent workout you start maxing out your muscle protein synthesis call it that's it for the day call it a day if you get enough of those days perfect um four 45 minute training sessions is a lot better than one two hour session and it's about the same time almost I see guys train in the gym three hours at a time. It's ridiculous. It's, um, if you know what rhabdo is, it's not a good thing. That's overtraining and, you know, you're, you're destroying your body. The human body wasn't meant to train um, as much as some of us are actually training. Just keep that in mind. You know, um, the humans are at the top of the food chain because we're smart. Um, we don't have to work as hard. We hunt. We are at the top of the food chain. We do the smart things. And we don't necessarily have to run ultra marathons to go find food. You know, we set traps. We've always done it through entire history of human. That's why we're at the top of the food chain. So we don't have to work hard. The human body hasn't always worked extremely hard. We've never really done ultra marathons until we got really competitive about it. And, you know, that's just not us. Humans don't have to do that. Humans don't achieve by doing Insane things like that. If you train hard, you have to have intense recovery protocols, which a lot of us don't do. So don't overdo it. Long story short. So thanks a lot, fellas. Uh, Three mistakes. Get those three mistakes going. If you missed any of this, go back, rewind, check it out. Keep your macronutrients under control. Carbohydrates, don't dump them entirely. They are important. Uh, The other one, training. Training. Make sure you're lifting heavy at some point or another. Make sure you start training and learn how to lift heavier. You'll see a huge return on your investment. And then stress management and recovery. Don't neglect those. Those go a long way. We want to really make sure that we have good protocols for our stress management, man. So thanks a lot for uh, commenting. Uh, I see a lot of people in here. So Josh, yes, from Newfoundland. I love it. Thanks for coming in from Newfoundland. Do you fellas have any other comments, questions, comments, concerns? Oh man, especially in the Facebook group, you gotta be there. I will respond to all of them. So uh, Steve misses 50%. Thanks of Facebook. Yeah, uh, the Facebook reach has been a little bit weird lately, but Steve, rewind it, check it all out. I will see you fellas next time. Thanks for coming to this one. We're getting close to our 50 podcast episodes. So hang around for that one. That one's going to be a good one. See you fellas soon.